a lot has happened. A lot has happened. There's a lot to unbox this week. So just uh, buckle up, take a listen. So that way that you're aware of what is happening. But first, hit that intro. You are now too. Boys from Cali, bringing some sports. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. It is Sean from the Come On Man Sports Podcast, welcoming you to another brand new episode. Like I said, there's a lot to unbox. I got some news. Um, so, me and Renee have decided that uh, we're not going to be doing the Come On Man Sports Podcast anymore. Uh, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. We're still friends, guys. Though. We didn't get in this huge fight or anything. Just decided that uh, we're going to discontinue the show for now. It's not over. We're not ending it. We're not saying that we'll never, ever get on mic together again. We're just saying that uh, we won't be doing the Come On Man Sports Podcast weekly as we have been doing. Um, I just want to let everyone know that. We will be rebranding because I'm going to continue doing a show and we're going to rebrand the show and just keep a lookout for that. It's going to be awesome. Um, you're going to see me putting out hype all week on the Instagram page and all the other social media pages. So just be ready for that. Uh, yeah, just a heads up. So this week's going to be a special week for the finale of the Come On Man Sports podcast, if you will. Uh, for now, like I said, I'm leaving the door open. Um, if if we ever reconsider we want to do a show again together, we're probably going to come back as the Come On Man Sports Podcast again. So it's not completely over. Don't don't be too sad. Um, I am still going to be doing a podcast, so be on the lookout for that to come out. I think I'm going to be launching in a couple weeks here, uh, the, the new the new show. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the plan as of right now. Anyways, like I said, this week is going to be like a finale to the Come On Man Sports Podcast. Um, I'm just going to go through and pick three of my favorite topics that we've covered Three of my favorite segments that we have covered. Um, I just want to tell Renee, thanks for the ride, man. You got me started on another passion that is probably going to last me a very long time. So uh, I appreciate it, Renee. Uh, everyone, uh, enjoy the show. Enjoy enjoy the uh, the memories. The Come On Man Sports Podcast are my three favorite uh, topics that we covered. Oh, man, I'm so excited for this topic. For one, you all know I love my football. And for two, we're going to get to talk about a little bit of each team. And for three, it's going to be a ton of fun. I am officially changing the name of this segment to Bring the Heat. And Bring the Heat Fast. So that, that's what we're going to call it. Um, so what we're going to do basically is each of us have 15 seconds. And we're going to rank um, the NFL power rankings to start the season from 32 to 1. Are you ready? Renee. Start that clock. All right, guys. So at number 32, I got the Redskins. They drafted Chase Young, and that's it. Trade away Trent <laughs> Williams. QB play still shaky. Not sure what to expect from guys from the injury. So, yeah, I got them at 32, but hey. 32, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Minshew Mania Flame gets put out this season. I love the all-around guard of Minshew. He's a legend, but he's just not enough to carry that team. Clayus Campbell's out, and soon Leonard Fournette and Nguakwe is going to be out as well, in my opinion. 
Okay, at 31, I actually got the Jaguars. Uh, they traded away all their defense. Is Minshew legit? Man, what's up with that damn mustache, man? Did he shave that? Because that's annoying as hell. Uncle Rico. So, yeah, the only bright spot I see is Fournette. That's about it. So, they're 31 for me. 31, I got the New York Jets. This franchise is just a mess, man. From draw Adams thing to the Adam Gase thing and, and just bad moves for contracts. Fire everyone. Let's start over and let's get ready for 2021, New York. Come on, man. I like Sam Darnold, though. I will say that. I like Sam Darnold. Okay, well, at 30, I got the Bengals, you know. They drafted Joe Burrow and Higgins. But what about that line, okay? And the defense? Did they do anything about that? Oh, and one other thing. Is A.J. Green still going to be A.J. Green? We'll see. Because I, I, I really don't know, you know. 30, I got the Carolina Panthers. They got Teddy. They got CMC, but that's really it. That is the wrong division to just be average in right now. I like DJ Moore. He's a good young talent. I like the rebuild they're doing, but they still got a couple years, so they're ready to go, in my opinion. That's what I think. All right, at 29, I got the Jets. Defense is the problem. Offensively, though, other than Darnold and Bell, who do they have? They drafted Mims, who has, has potential, but, you know, we won't know till the season starts. So, yeah, I, that's, that's all I got for the Jets. 29, New York Giants. This year is about Cowboys-Eagles again, as it is every year in that division, pretty much. I like what the Giants are doing, though, with their rebuild, but they're still at least two seasons away, maybe three from being competitive again in that division. And... and all right, 28, I got the Dolphins. The run game is good. The wide receiver court is good. But what about the QB? What's going on over there? I'm not sold on Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic, whatever the hell you know they want to go by. And is Tua's injury still a concern? We won't know. At 28, I got the Oakland Raiders. Ugh, that was the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my life. Joe thinks they got all this talent. I don't see it. There's a clear lacking of talent, honestly, in my opinion, except for running back and tight end to me. They got a lot to figure out, and Gruden will figure it out. Risky. At 27, I got the Lions. Hey, they added the key defensive pieces and have a stout wide receiver core, but I'm not quite sold on Stafford. And what's up with that um, run game? I mean, no, I, I, I'm... I love you, Matt. I love you, Matt, Patricia, but, you know. At 27, I got Dub Bears. They're so dysfunctional. Always get you thinking, why are they bad? Why can't they figure out a way to win? They find ways to lose, it seems like. I don't see a player in Nick Foles that is going to break the trend for the Chicago Bears, in my opinion. And we know it's not Mitchell Trubisky. 26, I got the Panthers. Excited about the acquisition of Bridgewater. I really am of what he did in, um, in, with the Saints. But also, I'm not sure if, the, if it will pan out. I hope it does. Everything else looks pretty good. But again, let's see what happens. 26, shocker. I got the Los Angeles Rams. I am so low on the Rams this year. They lost basically the whole team in the offseason. It's time to trade Ramsey and do a real uh, rebuild. McVay can make it happen. Let's see what McVay can do as a GM now that they have less talent than they did when he came in there. Hey, 25, I got the Raiders. Maybe the new move to uh, Las Vegas, new Raider team. They added rugs and improves them right away with uh, Jacob set to be a top five RB this year. And I love Carr. Raiders could be in a hunt for a wild card. Hey, that rhymes. 25, Miami Dolphins fans, I got some good news for you. Y'all are trending up, but this is not the year that you take off. Although, I have them ranked low. I like the additions they made. I like the rebuilds going. Get ready in the 2021-22 season, but this year, Dolphins are still going to be at the bottom. Hey, 24, I got the Giants. Offensively, the Giants are starting to build something. Danny Dimes, Saquon, Slayton, Ingram, Tate. They added Deion Lewis. With health issues in Philly and Eagle issues in Dallas, watch out. Giants are 
coming, baby. 24, I got the Washington, D.C. football team, because I don't even know what they are right now. Should we even talk about them? This whole franchise is embarrassing. Unfortunately, well, fortunately for Ron Rivera, they got a lot of talent on that roster, but I still think they're going to be at the bottom half of the league, in my opinion. But... Oh, but 23, <laughs> I got the Browns. They made some moves in the offseason, uh, off adding Hooper and a couple O-line pieces. They look good, but will they be good? Mayfield needs to bring those INTs down, or he's going to be Winston, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> 23, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that division is going to be tough this year, but I think the Bengals take a leap. I also like Joe Burrow. He might be legit. Mm. We'll see. They got a really good offense, but like you said, they got to figure it out on defense, mm. so I still have them in the lower half of the league. Mm -hmm. But improvement. Improvement for sure. 22, guys. I got the Chargers. Sorry, Sean. Probably have a top five defense, and receiving run game should be pretty good, but what about the QB spot? Not sold on Tyrod, and Herbert needs at least a year before possibly taking over, so that's why I got the Chargers at 22. 22, I got the Detroit Lions. I'm a huge Matthew Stafford fan. In my opinion, he is so, so underrated. But the Lions just don't have that much on the roster to really, to, unless he unless he has another crazy season or, or Kenny Galladay comes out as the next Calvin Johnson. Defensively, they need help. And I Hey, 21, I got the Rams. Haven't been the same since the Super Bowl loss against you-know-who, Patriots. <laughs> However, they still have Cup and Woods and Golf. They also have Ramsey and Donald on defense. Their division is tough, so every game is important. 21 is my favorite number, and at 21, I have my least favorite team, the New England Patriots. Good thing the Patriots got Cam, or I'd have them even further down. Why did but, I say that? But coming? in all seriousness, we all know how I feel about the Pats, and I don't think they have enough on that roster to succeed. It's the Bills here. Hey, no, this one, I got the Falcons. Again, another team that hasn't been the same since the loss against the who? You guessed it, the Patriots. <laughs> they had it girly, but lost Hooper. Still a, a stout receiving core with Jones and uh, Ridley. But which Matt Ryan will we see? At 20, I have the Atlanta Falcons. What, what? <laughs> you just never know which Falcons you're going to get each week. You can get the Super Bowl Falcons one week, and you can get a terrible Falcons the next week. I still think New Orleans and Tampa Bay are going to own that division. The Falcons will be competitive. But a lot of losses are coming out that way. Hey, 19, I got the Bears. Still have one of the top defenses in the league. Montgomery and Cohen are fine. It's, it's the other parts of the offense that's the problem. QB issues, they picked up and always hurt Graham at tight end. And wide receivers, hey, Jen and Miller aren't exactly threats. It should be interesting. At 19, I got the Indianapolis Colts. Look, I know a lot of people are in love with the Colts. I am not in love with the Colts just because I think they're the third best team in their division. I like Phillip Rivers. I like T.Y. Hilton. That's about it. I think the Texans and the Titans will still be better, and I think the Colts may squake it as a wild card. Hey, 18, I got the Broncos. Locke shows flashes last year of what he's capable of. Can that be sustained in a full season? They added Melvin and Judy. Will it all mesh together? I'm not a believer. I got them at pretty low 18, so that's where I'm keeping that 18 i have the cleveland browns that's some improvement right are they ever gonna take the leap into being what we expect them to be every single season they have so many weapons they just gotta figure out how to use them and i like the defense let's just figure this offense thing out is baker the guy or no hey, hey 17 i got the texans they added david johnson but gave away hopkins which was a huge loss now it's up to fuller and cooks they still have a top QB in Watson, and you got, you know, wide on defense. So, eh, maybe. Let's see what happens. 17, I got Denver Broncos. The Broncos will be very good this year, in my opinion. The offense is loaded with young talent. The thing about the young talent is that they're 10 times more hungry, but they also might make some mistakes. So, that's why I got them at 17 right behind the team I'm about to say. But I think their defense will be top 10. 
Number 16, I got the Cardinals. They added Hopkins to form a trio of Fitzgerald and Kirk. They have Kyler Murray, who is set to break out, I believe, and Drake in the backfield. He just signed a nice contract. He was pretty good last year. Watch out. At 16, I have your Los Angeles Super Chargers. Here it is. The Chargers have a lot of similarities to Denver, except I feel the Chargers have just a couple more established guys, guys that are vets, guys that we know are going to be good. The Broncos are more of a squad full of guys trying to prove themselves. 15, I got the Colts. Philip Rivers has a new home behind a great old line. You got Hilton, Doyle, and Pittman, who they picked up, are going to be great. They bolstered their defense for uh, trading for Buckner. The division will be between them and the Titans. 15, I got the Arizona Cardinals. I got them taking a huge leap this year. I like them just a little more than my Bolts because I'm a huge fan of Kyler Murray. I'm a huge fan of what they did on offense. That offense is going to be special this year. We'll see if the defense can keep up, but I have a feeling that Isaiah Simmons' pick was great. Got 14 Packers. Got Rodgers, Jones, and Adams. That's it. I mean, I got love for Lazard, fantasy sleeper, by the way. But they added nothing else except a new coach. It's their division to lose. Hopefully, it's enough. But that's who I got at number 14. At 14, I got the Tennessee Titans. Defense plus ground and pound wins games. But I don't see them being a Super Bowl contender like you do. They're very one-dimensional. And 99% of the time, a one-dimensional team gets beat in the playoffs. I like the Titans, but they're going to get beat in the playoffs. Okay. 13, I got the Steelers. Would have made the playoffs if Big Ben didn't get hurt. Their defense is stacked. Hayward, Hayden, Watt, Fitzpatrick. Offensively, they added Ebron and Juju and Connor are still there. Only issue, Ravens are good and Browns are getting good. At 13, I have your favorite team, the Buffalo Bills, the 2020 AFC East champs, baby. Josh Allen is very good, and the pairing of him and Stephon Diggs, getting a big arm like that with a receiver like Stephon Diggs, it's a great move for them. The Pats barely beat them out last year. 12, I got the Cowboys. New coach in town. Is this the change the Cowboys needed? Zeke feels disrespected. Dak didn't get the contract. Are these guys motivated? They drafted Lamb to bolster up the receiving core, but the last two of the three seasons, they finished second with single-digit wins. At 12, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Two spots outside the top 10. This team should be a top 7 or top 5 team at least, but... There's just too many question marks for me right now. If Dak plays and there's no drama, I can move them up to seven confidently. But we don't know what's going to happen at this point. Hey, 11, I got the Eagles. A healthy Carson Wentz gives his team the best shot to win the division. Though the receivers, Jeffrey and Jackson, constantly bad injuries, it's hard to say. But Wentz makes his team better when he is out there. So stay out there, Wentz, for crying out loud. At 11, I have the best team in Texas, the Houston Texans. Yeah, I said it. They're better than the Cowboys. Uh, I think it's close, though. But losing D-Hop, I know it's a big deal. But they got David Johnson still, and he's going to carry a lot of that load that D-Hop just emptied up for them. Hey, number 10, I got the Vikings. Got Dalvin Cook there. Diggs is gone, but I like me some feeling, you know? <laughs> feeling that feeling, you know? But they also got a good defense. And, you know, let's see what Cousins does. I still think they'll be competitive. So, yeah. We are in the top 10. I got the Philadelphia Eagles at 10. They won the division last year, and they're going to win the division this year. Quietly, the Eagles had an awesome offseason. They traded for Darius Slay. Uh, uh, got Roby Coleman, Hargrave, Latavius Brown. Man, that's like four starters on the defense. Offense is already going to be good with Wentz. <laughs> 
Number nine, I got your New England Patriots. Still oh. a top defense with Gilmore, oh. Winovich, Hightower, and Devin McCourty. Oh, and by the way, we still got Bill Belichick. Yeah, I'm not so sold on Cam Newton, but if he plays, yeah, he makes us a little bit better, but I like Stidham. At nine, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers, the steel curtain. I always doubt the Steelers every single season. I'm going to stop doubting them. Big Ben is back around. Every time Big Ben is there, they're competitive for that division, so... That's a big deal. I think they're going to battle Baltimore and get in on the wild card. Number eight, I got the Buccaneers. All around solid team and should do well. But Gronk hasn't played in over a year, and Brady's 43. New place, new faces, and different pace. And their division is run by the Saints. I think that all rhymed, but I don't know. I'm not a rapper. You tell me. At eight, I got the San Francisco 49ers. I wanted to rank them lower, but I'm probably already going to get lit on fire for ranking them at eight. But I'm just really confused what to think about San Fran. In my opinion, there are a lot of players that overperformed. Can they do that again this year? I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to believe in. Hey, number seven, I got the Titans. Yes, last year's playoff run was no fluke. I love the Titans. Tannehill's legit. Henry's legit. The defense is legit. And they will upset teams in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. That's right. My Super Bowl pick for this year. I got seven. I got the Minnesota Vikings. Skull! Always been a big Vikings fan. One of my best friends is a Vikings fan. And they had the winning formula. A quarterback that does very well, doesn't turn the ball over, and a great defense. That is a winning formula. If Dalvin Cook plays, look out for the Vikings. Number six. I got the Buffalo Bills. Top defense. Acquired digs. Josh Allen's is good. We'll contend with the Pats for the division title. Don't count us out. We got Big Belichick still doing his thing. <laughs> At six, I got the Green Bay Packers. Despite having an awful offseason, Aaron Rodgers is still a bad, bad man there in Wisconsin. And they just own the Vikes. So until the Vikes get over them, I'm going to pick them above the Vikings to win that division. Okay. But hey, I got number five, the Saints. Listen, they're going to win their division. You know, people are already looking at the Buccaneers. Not happening. It's the Saints' division to win. And they're going to win, and but then they're going to lose in the playoffs. So it really doesn't matter. At five, I have the Seattle Seahawks, my dark horse for a Super Bowl run this year. Uh, the defense is there. The offense is there. Bearing injury or illness... Unfortunately, that'll be terrible. I think Russell Wilson has an MVP season. Super Bowl, Seahawks this year. I'm calling it right now. Number four, we've got the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. Not we. I got this 49ers. <laughs> Defense is still a problem, but the offense, I'm not so sure about with all the losses they have. And now Muster, you know, not Muster, Mostar. At four, I have... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Renee's new favorite team. This offense will dominate any defense in the league right now. And the defense is good enough to keep up with any offense in the league right now. So I love the Buccaneers, what they did this offseason. I think in 2021 might be their Super Bowl year. Brady's going all right, I got three. I got Ravens. Listen, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, um, Mark Andrews, That the defense. This, that's all you need. That's all they did use. I mean, that's all I saw. They are still an elite team. Three, I got the New Orleans Saints. Who that think they're going to beat them Saints? This story, every season, how this amazing Saints team gets screwed out of the Super Bowl. Man, I hope they don't get screwed over again. But we'll see what happens. But I like Drew Brees. I like that offense. I like the pick of Emmanuel Sanders. Defense could be good. Hey, number two, I got the Seahawks, guys. Listen, they are for real. They are good on defense. They've got all these tight ends. They've got all these running backs. they got all these wide receivers. And they got Russell Wilson. That's enough. 
Two, I got the Baltimore Ravens. No OTA, no camp, no preseason. Hurts everyone else but Baltimore because they are a ground-and-pound team to the T. And, and now teams have less time to plan for them. So I expect to see Baltimore dominate the AFC again. And I love that J.K. Dobbins pick. Well, if you guys haven't figured it out, number one are the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, defending Super Bowl champs, they have it all. They got to get the throne. They're good. That's all I got to say about them. At one, I have the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Look, they're head and shoulders above everyone, man, in almost every position. Their defense is, if their defense is even top 15, this team's going to win a bunch of Super Bowls together as long as they can stay together. And that's it, folks. Woo! That is our rapid fire. Bring the heat. NFL rankings for the 2020 NFL season. Woo! -woo. Woo! <laughs> I am sweating. Four. Four. WWE was always a big part of my childhood. Wrestling in general was a huge part of my childhood. I remember just wrestling my pillows or my sister and I, we had like our little own wrestling promotion with our stuffed animals. So we would put on our own shows for each other, make our own storylines, and they would fight <laughs> each other on the bed. It was so much fun. Anyways, seeing that uh, Undertaker Last Ride documentary really gave me chills, man. As the Undertaker's always done. Great documentary. Yeah, just a great documentary. Just to see what he did behind the scenes mm -hmm. to entertain us, you know, just the average kids just so like watching WWE. surgeries or something? So many like surgeries. Like, yeah. The work as being the character. He didn't break character for 30 years. And you don't really realize it. And you, still, you look back and go, there was never a moment where The Undertaker wasn't The Undertaker. Hmm. He, he was the American badass Undertaker for a little while. But he was still The Undertaker. Oh, you know oh, what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Biscuit is right here. People oh, in the house, man, throw your You know, hands I in. actually enjoyed his um, Kid Rock one. Yeah, I like that American one too. American Badass. American Dead. Yeah, bro. He's, oh, yeah, that was my favorite. Anyways, he's one of the greatest ever. So this kind of inspired us to give us our top five greatest Absolutely. wrestlers Absolutely. ever. So that's any kind of any wrestling business, any wrestling that we have seen. Anyways, I'll start with Renee at five. Who you got? All right, guys. Um, so uh, before I get to five, I actually have a few honorable mentions. I want to get out of the way because these guys could have easily been in my top five or create their own top five. Um, those guys are going to be um, – I have Hulk Hogan there, great guy. Uh, Shawn Michaels, champion. Hulk Hogan, champion too. Bret Hart, champion. Triple H, champion. Andre the Giant, you know, all these guys. Legendary. Just they should be there, but – Again, it, it's hard. There's just so many guys it's out five. there. It's we'll just five. five. Yeah, you know? Five out of a I million. Mean, it, could, it, could, it could be like tie for five, tie yeah. for fourth, you know? like <laughs> Ten uh, ties. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So but um, so my number five, I actually got Sting. Um, Sting was a staple in WCW. He was a loyal guy to that company. He was the guy, when you thought about WCW, to me, I thought about Sting. Mm -hmm. Because he was the guy that stood there, almost like The Undertaker, when he... he he gave his um, his loyalty to Vince in WWF or WWE, excuse me. Um, so I, the the loyalty to him, he was able to catapult himself and been become like the. He ended up getting that persona of being like the crow and just yeah. sitting in the rafters and like just overviewing, yeah. you know, just uh, just just watching everything. And he's coming to the rescue when you know 
do all that good stuff. But it's a I shame love him and Taker never had a match. Oh man, uh, that'd been great, bro. Even what? today, if they did, it, it would've been awesome. Man, but you know, Sting's like freaking sixty years old. You know, you know, Undertaker's fifty-five. They're done. You know, yep. so. But you know, Sting, eleven-time NWA, WC, sub, WCW, TNA champion. He's a four-time WCW TNA tag team champion. He's also gotten two Slammy Awards. Tough for those of you who don't know what that is. WWE puts their own <laughs> little award show where they award Slammys for certain categories in the year. You know, Sting's got two awards. Hey, that's something. And he's also a Hall of Famer, so he was inducted. Um, I feel like, again, he, when the WCW, WWF, uh, Monday Night Wars were happening, I feel like he was just trying to, he was trying to keep, he was trying to keep WCW in, the, in, in in contention, you know, and um, you know a lot of guys were leaving. They were jumping ship, you know. Remember the four horsemen coming over, and you know then you had like Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Brian Pillman, Chris Benoit. Like these guys just started flooding. Like they saw the ending coming, but Sting just he stood there in like that was the Titanic sinking, went down with the and ship. he went down with the ship, yep. you know. Uh, great guy. He's uh, he's doing his ministry stuff. You know, he's a pastor, um, and you know, I love the face paint thing. Yeah. So the only thing I want to do that you know we're on the show, you know, pay homage to uh, Sting is. Woo! I like it. I like it. Stinger Sting. splash. Sting was a legend. A legend. <laughs> Scorpion Deathlock. All right. <laughs> Fair well, moves. Well, at five, I we have got another five. legend. We got five. So to start my list off. I got the limousine riding. Jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, son of a gun, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Another woo. Woo! <laughs> revenge. Revenge. It's revenge, man. Sorry. No, I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, Ric Flair was always super entertaining. No matter what age he was appearing on WWE at, I wish I could have seen him in his, in his prime live. I've only watched highlights. Always a great face or heel. Didn't matter. Member of the Four Horsemen. Member of Evolution. Kind of the creator of those those two groups. Or at least the leader uh, for most of the time that those groups were together. Just a bunch of legendary moments with Ric Flair. And he's still legendary to this day. I don't know if you heard the song, Ric Flair Drip. Woo! On the beat. Oh, yeah. That song's awesome. And if you get to watch the music video, I highly recommend it. Ric Flair is in the music video with them. And it is I've so, so awesome. Um... He's, he's also a great wrestler. Uh, if you think about it, everyone always uses the phrase, if you're a great wrestler, you should be able to wrestle a broomstick and make it entertaining. Ric Flair went out there and would wrestle his jacket. He would wrestle his coat like it was a wrestler. <laughs> and it would be entertaining. So he might have actually been able to have a match with a broom in front of a paid audience and make it entertaining. So, yeah, that's why I got Ric Flair at five. Um, again, get a... Gonna love some Ric Flair. Woo. It's in all in all the football chants you could think of. Give me two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! You know what I mean? Yeah, I've just been growing up with that playing sports too. So. Ric Flair's got a a big part in my heart. I always love Ric Flair. Who you got it for? Uh, number four, Undertaker. Um, this guy is six ten, almost seven foot yeah. tall, and he did moves that big men like him should not be doing but he would do it man especially in his younger years yeah. when he first came out I love that clothesline he does where it, like he, he he jumps in the air he kind of yeah. like does like a somersault like when he lands in, in a sense and um just just his uh 
innovation, you know, like you know, the tombstone, the pot, the last ride, the the, the old school, you know, going on the top rope yeah. and you know, twisting their arm and um, and just slam. just the, the 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 sitting up out of yep. nowhere, yep. just the, the, the so the, many good the eye rolling, yeah. you know, like oh, like he just you you hear you hear the dong. Everyone went nuts. Yep. Just that alone. Yep. The match hasn't even started. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh man, where's he gonna come from? Yeah. You know, it wasn't always from the freaking, uh, you know, coming out from the gor- gorilla and coming yeah. down the the the, um, the ram. You know, so. But yeah, Undertaker, man. Um, we just talked about his documentary, Legend, um, seven-time WWE slash WCW champion, um, seven-time tag team champion, uh, one-time hardcore champion. He also he's got twelve slammies, but the one <laughs> the one thing that sticks out he's twenty five and two at WrestleMania, twenty five and two. So, I mean, how many wrestlers can say that they have single digit uh, losses? Yeah, I mean, not many. I don't think you know. Single I mean, digit losses out of twenty seven matches. Yeah, I that's mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, they yeah. lost twice. Yeah. You know, um, one the 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 biggest show of the year WrestleMania yep. Undertaker. I mean. Came out, gave you all his all, and if you haven't seen his documentary, please five part series WWE Network, or if you have other means of doing it, you know, do it. You know, we won't say nothing. Watch it, and I'm telling you, we won't regret it. But yeah, that's my number four. He again, he's like the Sting, but for WWE, where he kept his loyalty. He never jumped ship to go to these other promotions. He was loyal to Vince, and I think loyalty is a big thing. And me uh, putting my uh, my top five together. I like it. I like it. Cough, cough. Daily Motion has the Undertaker's documentary. Cough, cough. Okay, you guys didn't hear that. Anyways, uh, at four or at th- yeah, at four. four. Yeah, I got the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. HBK has always been connected to me. Not just me playing with this action figure at the bowling alley when my parents bowled in their league every week, but we actually have the same name. My first name is Sean. My last name is Michaels. Just to clear it up for anyone that's read it and been like, is this Sean Michaels? But no, I'm not related to him at all. Our last names are spelled differently. And I don't even think that that's not even his real name. So, it's not. But yeah, I love I love the association because I love wrestling. So every time someone comes up to me and is like, you, like Sean Michaels, like the wrestler, like, are you related to him? And I'd be like, no. But before I say no, I'll get down on my knees and do the Shawn Michaels look up to the sky, or I'll give him a little flex while in the Shawn Michaels pose just to give him a little, little giggle. <laughs> Anyways, uh, one of the best technical wrestlers ever. Shawn went through multiple eras and had countless show stealing matches. Now, one of my favorite uh, Shawn Michaels moments was the Ric Flair's final match, who was my number five. Uh, just a true heart wrencher, just watching that. Watching Shawn Michaels finish Ric Flair's career, yeah. and you know, in the moment, you don't know what's gonna happen, but a couple years later, Shawn Michaels' his career ended as well. <laughs> so at WrestleMania, Calm also so fitting. Just, <laughs> just a cool way for Ric Flair to go out, and Shawn Michaels is a part of it, and it was a great storyline. It's like he tells him, "I love you." Yeah, he says it, and then kicks him. Um, and then, you know, of course, the Ric Flair ceremony is one of the best retirements I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So, four Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, myself. That's what I got. Is that biased? Did I picked myself. By the way, his name is actually Michael Sean Hickenbottom. <laughs> there you go. Hickenbottom. There you go. So he's got to mix it around. So it's not Shawn Michaels, it's Hickenbottom. So they, they had to take out the Hickenbottom First name part. is Michael. So. And like Michael Sean doesn't really make sense. Let's switch it around. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there it is. So that's your four? Yeah, that's my four. Who you got a three? Uh, three, three. 
Okay, number three, I've got Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite guys. Really? Um, really? That stunner you gave me is an inclination. <laughs> it's already came out by the time the podcast drops. Yeah, I gave him a good stunner. <laughs> he deserved it. He deserved every bit of it. You should have heard what he said about the Patriots. Anyway, yeah, I got Stone Cold number three, guys. Uh, six-time WWE champion, two-time Intercontinental champion, four-time tag team champion, which puts him as a triple crown champion. Okay? He was actually wrestle, wrestler of the year three times. Okay? He basically was, he started or was the Attitude Era. I mean, yeah. he went, and then they got, you know, they started with him. Then you had D-Generation X, you had Edge and Christian, you know, Dudley's. It just started. The Rock. Like a, just just, a, just a, a snowball effect. So I feel like because of him, that wrestling at that time was what it was because of him. I mean, he did not give a damn. He did what he wanted. He brought in a beer truck. Yeah. You know, he, he put some men in freaking Corvettes. He gave I Kurt mean, Angle some milk. He did the milk, you know. I mean, um, the guy, uh, he, he, and he beat up Vince so many times, yeah. you know, and it, he did not care, but it, it's what drew the crowd. It, yeah. it drew us fans. This guy does not give it. Like, he didn't care if you liked him if you or if you hated him. He was going to do what he wanted to do, you know, because that's the bottom line because he says so. <laughs> so I think one of the best lines ever in wrestling. That's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold sets up, and then the two middle <laughs> fingers, you know. <laughs> what? And, oh man, that one too. What? Oh my god. <laughs> you know, so uh, definitely Stone Cold. It's got to be a top for me. I mean, again, I think he's just one of those, um, like a landmark. You know, yeah. you just think of wrestling, WWE, Stone Cold, okay. the glass breaking, the theme song, guys. Yeah. The theme, man. I would, uh, I would just. Um, my old home in Connecticut, my mom had like this uh, big stereo with the speakers, and um, I had like the WWE Volume 2 or 3, and it was a CD, I threw the CD in, Stone Cold was like number 2 or 3, mm-hmm. and just, I had the volume cranked up, and I would come out of my bedroom, you know, bobbling my head, <laughs> and then just, you know, and mimicking his entrance, I mean, uh, not to mention I had his Stone Cold University shirt and all that stuff, I was just, uh, Huge fan, and um, he was definitely making my top five. But I got him at number three. Cool. cool. Before we before we move on, while we're talking about Stone Cold, um, I just want you know everyone to go check out the Instagram page. By now, the video should be up. I caught a stunner from Renee for talking trash about the Pats. I just wanted a rating on my cell of the stunner from Psycho Kid to or Psycho Sid, sorry, to The Rock. Somewhere in between there. You know, rate me on how I sold the stunner. I feel like I did a pretty good job. I dedicated myself to getting stunned. Definitely check it out. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my number three. Uh, it's, tough. it's tough for me to put Triple H over Shawn Michaels, but I'm going to do it. The reasoning, because of the many roles that Triple H has played in the company. Shawn, you know, always was an outstanding wrestler. Outstanding on the mic. He's a, he's a great, entertaining guy. But Triple H was a heel, babyface, tweener. He, he played a comedian, a tough guy, a Weasley-like character in a faction. Uh, or he was the leader of the faction. He, he played everything you could possibly play as a character in the WWE and made it work based on his root character of being the game, the assassin of assassins, you know, the king of kings. 
Um, and then now, he's in management still. He's, he's going to be in management probably until he dies, to be honest. That's kind of the way the company goes. Um, Triple H will be remembered in WWE forever. And a lot of these guys will. All these guys probably will. But, you know, he's going to be there forever. More than just remembered, he will be there forever. Um, my favorite Triple H moment, it's kind of recent, not really. Evolution versus The Shield was probably my favorite Shield match. And I, always, I love The Shield, so Triple H and Evolution versus The Shield is something that I will always remember when I think of six-man tag matches. Mm. Great match. Anyways, that's, that's my number three. I got the game. Triple H. That's my number three. Who you got okay. at number two? Right. I'm liking how our, our, we're a totally different list, you know? We're just yeah, giving yeah. different people you know, yeah. different views. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Um, okay, so for number two, <laughs> two, um, I've got The Rock. Listen, the I, I don't think The Rock should be out of anybody's top five, to be honest. I mean, um, it's almost like the LeBron James of WWE to me. Um, Ten-time WWE WCW champion. Two-time Intercontinental champion. Five-time tag team champion. One of my favorite tag teams was with him and Do Love. <laughs> the Rock and Sock. The Rock and Sock connection. Uh, they're all right. That stupid sock pissed me off. He's the same person. Yeah, just playing different I like characters. Dude, What's, going on, <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I just like that guy. I don't know. It's something about Dude Love's I like character. I like Cactus Jack too. You know, but but yeah, I, that was one of my favorite uh, tandems when they were a tag team. Um, it was just. Um, it was something different, you know, something something fresh. Um, he's also got nine slammies himself. And listen, when he got in that ring, man, he 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 brought it to you, electrified. And he made sure that the other guy looked good too. And if you watch the video that Sean posts on IG with us and me giving him a good Stone Cold Stunner, he he's basically demonstrating to you what a rock sell would be like. <laughs> rock sells it well. And I feel like catapulted him to its extremes. Guy's a movie star now. Put WWE behind him, but he still he still has love for the WWE fans, you know. Because without without the fans, he'd be uh, irrelevant, you know. So, um, but you know his accolades, his um, his involvement in the the Attitude Era as well. He was a big part of that, you know. I remember at one point he was with the Nation of Domination. You know, and they rolled deep with Farouk and D'Lo Brown, and you know, then they all co- combined, and next thing you know, it's Undertaker, and then you got, um, you know, uh, the Godfather, you know, and all this stuff. But at the end, The Rock, his promos were out of this world. I mean, I feel like you gave him a mic, he did not need to practice, he did not stutter, he did not. I mean, he was just quick, you know, and I. He was just really witty, you know, and um, just uh, a, a great entertainer, a great wrestler. Uh, takes great from uh, from from uh, from his father, you know, Rocky Johnson. So um, yeah, uh, just you know, top five all time for me, number two. I love The Rock, man, and the LeBron James thing you said about that about him. He, he is like that, you know. He's you think of him as one of the most entertaining guys to ever step in the ring. Um, I. I would have him as an like probably number six as my number one honorable mention just because 
he didn't do the longevity part, which is all the guys I have on here, you know, are 20-plus-year guys, so that's why. Uh, little, little story. I love The Rock. Don't get me wrong. You can ask my wife. I am a huge fan of The Rock. I have Rock t-shirts, Rock everything. Uh, I watch every movie that comes out has The Rock in it. I love Dwayne Johnson. Um, a, little, a little story. Me and my buddy, both big Rock fans, um, it's kind of when I started going to the gym a little more when we were underway, and he was he was a bigger guy, a lifter. I mean, he's short, but he lifted a lot. Mm. Um, and The Rock was his inspiration, and The Rock was my inspiration. So we bought, a couple years ago, we bought this three-disc Rock documentary. I highly recommend it. You can find it. It was $10 wherever I got it. Uh, it's just a picture of The Rock with, like, lightning behind him, so you'll know which one I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, we watched it on the big screen TV in the space I used to work in. If you are on that ship still right now, guys... Go to the spaces I used to work in. Go down one floor. Go to the drawers furthest to the back of the room in the left drawer. Open it. Take out whatever crap my friends have in there now. And right underneath that, that rock DVD is still sitting there. I left it there for someone else to find and, and watch it and enjoy hey. it while they're underway. Okay. So, highly recommend watching that. Big so rock generous of you. Yeah, of course. You're a generous course. guy. It was 10 bucks. Huh. Uh, <laughs> My number two is The Dead Man, The Undertaker. Uh, just to think of what The Undertaker did in his career, and it's even more highlighted right now in my memory because we just watched a documentary in the last couple weeks. Uh, the WrestleMania streak, the iconic matches and moments, um, throwing Mick Foley off the cell, Kane's debut, retiring Shawn Michaels, and so, so many more. On top of all of that, he stayed in that character for 30 years, man, and that's the thing that gets me the most out of this, this documentary is that he put himself through hell for that character. Not for Mark Calloway, because Mark Calloway seems like just a normal, nice country guy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's out there fishing, enjoying his time. He got a nice country girl as his wife and just enjoying his life. Mm-hmm. You know? But on stage, he's the phenom. He's the dead man. He's the undertaker. He's, you know, he's he seems like he wouldn't ever get hurt. He wouldn't, nothing bad would ever happen to him because he seems uh, sub, like more than human, really. <laughs> But That's then really behind the scenes, he's got 15 surgeries. 15 surgeries, you know, <laughs> hip replacements, all kinds of crazy stuff. You would stuff. never known. I yeah. didn't know. That's why I saw the documentary. Yeah. And guys like Hogan, Flair, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, it's not as hard to stay in that character for 20 years because their character can talk, he can smile, he can joke around, they can be sad, mad, all these different emotions and develop their character. The Undertaker walks down to the ring, beats here behind, and walks out the ring, and he made that work for 30 years. Props to The Undertaker, man. My, my favorite Undertaker uh, match, and it will be forever, is the Hell versus Heaven match. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. So entertaining. Two of my favorite wrestlers ever. Just going at it. And, you know, they put it all on the line for that match. So, mm. thank you to Mark Calloway for what you did, man. You made my childhood something that it wouldn't have been without The Undertaker. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Number two. Hey, as long as we got him top five, we yeah. both got him top five. Yeah, definitely, definitely, he's top five yeah. worthy for yeah. sure. That, that's uh, so we're, cool. We're getting number one. Number one, guys. Final guy. It's got to be the person that I have there for you and for me. Probably not. It's got to be. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, so, guys, number one for me, John Cena. Hot take alert. John Cena, guys. Uh, listen, I remember his first match against in, in, before he came up from FCW against uh, Kurt Angle. <laughs> he said that too. 
<laughs> he was so intense when he said it, bro. <laughs> he was flexing every single bone in his body. Oh, oh man, man, I remember like yesterday, man. <laughs> but he gave it to Angle, and he at the end of the match, you know, he loses, but he got props from yeah. the Undertaker at yeah. the end in the back. Undertaker, all right, kid, you look good out there. Like he gave this like young, wet behind the ears guy. Yeah. Like props, and that solidified him as that was it right there. This is it. You're gonna, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna catapult, you know, to the to the top. So, um, that was that was amazing. So, uh, look, Cena, his resume speaks for himself. I think you know, 16 time WWE slash WCW champion, five time US champion, four time WWE WCW tag team champion. Okay, and also um, he was also awarded um, the Superstar of the Year three times. So um, look, he has a couple different personas, you know, Doctor Thugonomics. Then he came out with this new, um, you know, Fruity Pebble guy. It's like they call him, you know. Um, I got a few of his shirts in, in the in the closet myself. Um, but my thing about him is he was like always bringing it out every night and like it didn't matter what was going at him you know it seemed like you know the scenario for him every 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 so often it was like these factions that were attacking him the nexus yeah. the shield yeah. he just would get beat up i'm like leave him alone you know but it was it was part of it it was part of it you know people started because people were like you know, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. So, like, they wanted to kind of, like, get people off that and just be, like, go before Cena. So, have these factions beat him up. He still had those, you know, guys that are, like, excited when he got beat up. But, you know, he just powered through and, you know, just, like, give these guys their time to shine, you know. But I feel like, you know, he he just, he's just coming out all intense, running to the ring. You know, sliding in, I, I would get pumped up. Yep. I, I still just do the whole like every time you know he gets because he gets to that certain part of the song where he, he's yeah. getting ready to like throw his hands up. So I like I'm like oh yeah yeah let me do let me do, let me count down the four beats per per, per <laughs> bar. You know it's coming it's coming. You know, um, but yeah I think and in my favorite match and this was actually not too too long ago was um, was him against uh, Kevin Owens. Ooh. They brought down the house. The US Open Challenge one? That was crazy, man. Um, they, I mean, they they put together, that was yeah. a well put together match between those two. Um, I, to this day, you know, it, it, it's between that and, um, you know, the, the, the TLC match between, um, you know, uh, the Hardys, Edge and Christian and the Dudleys. That match was insane too. But, Cena and Kevin Owens, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. You know, I know some of you don't think Cena can wrestle. He has his basic moves. But I don't know what, what he did differently that night. But him and Kevin Owens, they brought the best out of each other that match. And he's a company guy. He's a big uh, make-a-wish. Uh, he, he's granted the most make-a-wish. Uh, uh, make-a-wish. Um, we call it. We just call it. Just make a, he just, yeah. He's granted the most. Yeah. He's granted the most out of every wrestler. He's granted the most. I think out of every celebrity, he's granted the most. I'm just wrestling. Yeah. So, like, he's <laughs> not even, like, even off wrestling. And then he's really big for the troops. Yeah. You know, he loves America. You know, he represents, you know, and he's always alluding to the troops. So, you know, he's just all around, you know, like, just just uh, good for business, you know. Yeah. Just like Brent says, he 
is good for business. <laughs> and I will always choose what is best for business. <laughs> that's right. So, <laughs> so that's my number one, guys. That's, that's my that rounds up my top five right there. Who you uh who is your who you thought I had, but no, who do you have for number one? I can't believe it. I can't believe you it. can't believe that's not butter. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> And I cannot believe that me and Renee have the same number one. Oh! Okay, there we go. I was about to say, most will dislike my pick, but apparently the 100% of the men standing in the room right now agree with me. Oh, man. The kid with the five moves of doom is the best ever. Yes, look, we can fight it. We can resist it all we want. It's common in all sports, not just the WWE. And, yes, WWE is covered on ESPN. So if y'all don't like it, you can just – damn, I already got your view to this point, so you can just turn it off. (laughs) Like I said, it's common in all sports to look at the past and assume that – no one will ever be better than Michael Jordan. No one will ever be better than Joe Montana. I'm sorry to tell you. These guys are the GOATs because that's what you put in your head, that no one will ever be better than these people. So in order to be better than these people, they need Superman to stand like right there in front of them. <laughs> John Cena, Superman. Anyways, you need Superman to stand right there in front of them and say, I'm better, and crush them somehow in the past. I don't know what you expect these people to do. I got a reality check for y'all. LeBron will finish his career better than Michael Jordan. He's going to beat him in every stat by the time his career ends, except for championships, and he's probably going to have four or five championships. So it's not going to be this huge gap. Tom Brady is the best quarterback ever. All of you old heads... Joe Montana is not the best quarterback ever. I don't care what era he played in. Tom Brady wins every single season. Okay? Let's, 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 just, let's just admit it. I'd rather just admit that we witnessed greatness in Tom Brady than be in denial for the rest of my life. So Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever. And John Cena is the best wrestler ever. Uh, just because he's recent, people don't want to admit it. Uh, he's a good wrestler in the ring. Uh, I said good. He's an amazing but if you think about it, he's great on the mic. Maybe one of the best ever on the mic. Uh, like he said before in promos. He doesn't need notes on his forearm to cut a promo, kid. Uh, <laughs> whether you love him or hate him, he gets a crowd reaction every time he comes out. Just hearing his music hit, his music could hit, and Cena could not even walk down the ramp. He could wait for the song to end and then walk down in silence, and he'll still get a huge reaction from the crowd. Oh, yeah. Also, he isn't just this PG-era kid that everyone portrays him to be now. Uh, he was born in the Ruthless Aggression era, which was an era with, you know, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. All those guys were there. And he was right there with them, being the number one guy in the company still, even alongside those guys. He proved that he can wrestle with the guys like Daniel Bryan, Shawn Michaels, Rob Van Dam. Hey. I, I did it. I did it. He proved that he can get on the mic with the guys like The Rock, CM Punk, Triple H, Hulk Hogan, anyone that was that was good on the mic. He can get on the mic with those guys and compete with those guys. He proved that he can storytell with some of the greatest storytellers like The Undertaker, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio. My favorite Cena match will always be Cena versus Punk at Money in the Bank. But it's hard to pick because it seems like every storyline that Cena's involved in, whether you're rooting for Cena or against Cena, it's the biggest thing on TV at the time. Even when he was the United States champion, the U.S. Open Challenge made the U.S. Championship legitimate again. And every week he went out there and had a four or five star match with some random young kid that could be, was a technical wrestler. And he went out there and would stick with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else you need 
proof to prove that he is actually a good wrestler. They give him the five moves of doom because that's what they do to stars. Roman Reigns is the same way. The Rock was the same way. Stone Cold is the same way. These guys weren't doing all the crazy stuff that you know guys like Daniel Bryan and stuff do. And he still was in every other category elite. So good wrestler, elite in every other category. I don't think anyone else has been the complete package. I don't think anyone else has been Superman coming down from the sky and crushing whoever you think the greatest wrestler of all time is and shoving them into the ground. I don't think it is. Um, 16-time world champ, and I do think there is still time, and I think that they will give him that record over Ric Flair one day. I know he's come to kind of be a part-timer now, but he still gets in storylines. He still wrestles, so um, I think he could win the championship one more time. Maybe a short reign, but just getting that 17th championship win. Come on, guys. It's time to swallow our pride and admit it. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. John Cena is the best wrestler ever. His time is now. Done. Done. And the Thunder now in a tie game. Durant for three for the win. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. A half a second remaining. And Durant has done it again. He's got it. his first two shot clock is down to five nice fake by James oh he stops LeBron James puts him well click click get ready for your Kodak moment fake baseline goes middle the flash balls goes up poster ready for this debate because I don't understand what's going on in your head Clearly, LeBron James is, is a better player than Kevin Durant. All I know is I'm prepared with my is. <laughs> By the way, guys, you need to get the sparkling juice is because you know what? It's going to get me going for this one. Oh. Let's go. Oh. What you got? What's up? I, re- I, I just want to know. I just want to know in, in what way. What, what is going to be your argument? I don't even know what your argument is going to be that Kevin Durant is better than LeBron James. Let me hear it. How is Kevin Durant better than LeBron James, Renee? Tell me. Enlighten me oh. and, and, our, and our listeners. Okay. I'll do that. I'm listening. Okay. Um, first of all, okay, <sighs> Kevin Durant is supposed to have three titles right now. He only has two. You, don't know, you know why he doesn't have his third? He got injured. Oh, okay. They were on their way okay. to beating the, the Raptors, but it didn't happen. So, he is 2-2 two and two in his career. Four finals appearances, 2-2. Two and two. 50%. Pretty good, pretty good, right? Your boy LeBron. Nine finals appearances, 3-6, and six, 33%. I think 50% kind of trumps over 33%. Now, put that in comparison to Michael Jordan, who made th- six times, 6-0. and oh. Six appearances, six uh, title wins. I'm just putting those numbers out there. That's all. That's all I'm doing, you know. Um, let's look at those numbers. Look at those numbers. They're tied up for uh, shooting percentage, 50%. But that three-point shooting, man. KD, 38. LeBron, 33. Give me some KD all day. Stop and pop, that's him. Stop and pop. And he's got range for days. Stop and pop. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. He's stop and pop. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Kevin Durant on the back, number seven, stop and pop stop on the and front. Stop and pop, man. 
38%, baby. That's a that's a crazy... I, I like that number. And free throws. Free throws are very important in We're games. Always going to talk about Free this. throws are very important. So look at the numbers. 88% KD. 74% LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay. So look. I'll take you to a game last year, last season. Okay. Overtime game last season against the Spurs. LeBron was at the line shooting two with 12 seconds in the game left. They are up by one. So he makes those two. They're up by three. So Spurs got to come down. What? They got to hit a three. Pretty simple, right? He misses both free throws. Both. 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 The, 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 the star of the NBA. Everyone's favorite. Well, most people. Some people hate him. I, I don't hate the guy. I just, I'm just trying to make an argument here. That's all. So what happens in that game? Spurs get the ball. Next possession. They score. Game over. Why was the game over for LeBron? I mean, I'm sorry. The Lakers, not LeBron. Those LeBron's fault. If he just makes those two free throws and then you play defense, you win that game. No, LeBron, this is not the first time he's done this. And at a crucial moment, give me KD all day, okay? KD, okay, 90% from the free throw line, man. Give me him all day. They faced each other in the playoffs 14 times. KD, oh, 9-5 right now. Right now. Yeah, but what teams is KD on? Look. What team is KD on when LeBron he plays has LeBron? has always had an easy path to the finals. What? Easy path. Easter Conference. Yeah, for 10 years. You're telling me there's no good teams. No, for 10 won. years. No. This old, no. The West has always been that, the better conference. He took that, this all started when he took that Cleveland team with no one but him to the finals. They ended up losing, but he had no team with him. The East has always been weak, man. Come on. The West has always had it's dominant been a little teams. Better. The West is a little bit better. I agree with you. But 10 he's straight always, years? He's always had the easy way no. to the finals. Always had the easiest way to the finals. Okay? Another reason why I pick KD is he can guard 1 through 5. He is 6'10", almost 7 feet with his shoes on. So he can guard and play 1 through 5. You want him to run point? He'll do it. You want him to play center? He'll do it. Doesn't matter. He can do that. LeBron is only 6'9". Only 6'9"? He can't, he, can't, he can't guard a 7-footer. Yes, he can. He cannot and guard he a 7-footer. He's blocked Yao Ming before. I've he, seen it on tape. He can't. <laughs> Anyone can jump. But you can't. If he's going to post you up, he's going to dunk over freaking You're LeBron. You're acting like Durant has 5 inches on him. Durant has like 2 or 3 inches on him. It doesn't matter. He's too taller. Just barely. That's what not is, a difference maker in it's, He's almost 7 foot. LeBron what, is not what, almost what, 7 feet. What has the extra 2 inches helped Durant do? Win zero defensive players of the year? Because LeBron has way more defensive player. First All-NBA defensive player for multiple seasons. And Durant has zero. How many scoring, how many scoring titles do you have? It doesn't matter. Scoring, they are even. They he both in their career, won. they both in their career average 27 a game. But he never won. He's only won and one scoring title? LeBron's maintained it for much longer than Kevin and, Durant. And that's because that's because LeBron almost doubles his assists. Every single season. And and is going to out-rebound him almost every single season. Is he in the 50-40-90 club? What does that even mean? 
50% from the field goal, 40% from three, 90% from free throw in a season. At the end of the season. That's awesome. One, season. one of eight We're people. We're talking about overall. Here's one of eight people. Let me go. Let me go. All right. You, you talk about the championships. Everyone talks about the championships. Instead of... Being like, wow, we're watching such a great player. I only brought the championships at the beginning. That was it. I had to talk about the championships. To go to nine straight finals. KD only went to four, and he had better teams. He had arguably, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and KD might have been better than that Heat team. That LeBron beat him, right? And then you think about, you talk about LeBron never playing anyone in the playoffs. The same year that Kevin Durant gave up a 3-1 lead to the Golden State Warriors, LeBron beat them in the finals. With the Cleveland team, all he had was Kyrie. That's all he had with him was Kyrie. LeBron. Wait, which Cleveland team is on What about Kevin Love? Man, Kevin Love hasn't done much. Wow. Kevin Love is a good, he's a good add-on. He's wow. a good role. He, he became Kevin a role player. This? He became you a role player. Love? You haven't yeah. done much. You think Kevin Love's listening to our podcast? Oh, yeah. You hearing this? You haven't done much, buddy. They talk about LeBron not being clutch. I'll give it to you. He's not the best free throw shooter. That's the one thing that sucks. That's the one thing that's always confused me with LeBron is that he's great at everything except for free throw shooting. You think that he would just spend an entire summer shooting free throws. But other than that, in game winning shots, I pulled this stat up for you. LeBron is 17 of 20 in his career in game winning shots. That's better than Kobe Bryant. That's better than Michael Jordan. Way better than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is 5 of 14 for game winning shots. That doesn't sound like Kevin Durant's more clutch than LeBron James to me. If, if LeBron has made more game-winning shots... I just told you about a game he blew! That's one game! But still, that's it's a big game. game! 17 out of 20 game-winning shots, comes down the court, hits the game-winning shot. I'm talking about countless games that LeBron has missed free throws. And Kevin, I'm talking about a stat! A stat! Kevin Durant is 5 for 14 on game-winning shots. Also, I might add a few more arguments to you. LeBron is 33, 34. Kevin Durant is 30, 31. Kevin Durant has won MVP one time. The season that Kevin Durant won MVP, he went 32. Let me see. I got a stat here. He went 32, 7, and 5. 32 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. LeBron this year in his 17th season is 26, 8, and 10. He has six less points, more rebounds, and double the amount of assists that KD has had in his best season of his career. LeBron has four MVPs. And if we're talking about what ifs with, with Kevin winning championships, he should have more. Well, there's, if I played in the Eastern Conference, I'd win. There's been a lot of seasons. Last if I played week, in the Eastern Conference, I'd be MVP too. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about the Bucks the and the Lakers. East is weak. When we were talking about the Bucks and the Lakers, I bring up that the East is weak, and you say same thing's going to happen as it did in the regular season. Okay, so so we need to we need to we need to back up a little bit. Four MVPs. No, he, he didn't. He didn't win. The Bucks have gotten good recently. He, he just left. He didn't win. He just left. He didn't win. The MVP of the Eastern Conference. He won the MVP of the NBA that Kevin Durant was in. So, so Kevin Durant has won. Kevin Durant is less durable than LeBron on top of that. Kevin Durant has, has now missed almost three seasons due to injury. LeBron has never missed more than 13 games in a season until last year with the groin injury. I was going to say. And, I was going to say. And, and the reason he missed more games because he could have he played through that. 100% could have played through that injury. The Lakers just weren't good enough to make the playoffs that year, so they figured we're gonna keep him rested. You know, he's getting older. He's he's getting. Let's get ready for next oh, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? Yeah, just have a seat, man. Don't worry about it. So take it easy, man. And you talk you know? about LeBron in the playoffs and underperforming. He leads all players of all time in playoff points. You know why? Because he's gone to the playoffs every year of his career except for one. I wonder why. Except for where one. did he play? And the week east. What did he have? The first stint in Cleveland. The what, what week east. That's Five, it, six, seven, man. eight years in Cleveland, and he didn't have you anyone with the, him. 
He willpowered the team to the to you the had finals. The Kobe Lakers. You had the Tim Duncan and Tony Durant, Parker Spurs. Durant didn't see you no Kobe the, Lakers. The Whitsky, uh, Mavericks. You had all these teams. The, who did the East have? Durant oh, couldn't get past the Warriors. Durant couldn't get past the Warriors, and so what did he do? He joined them. He joined them. You gonna bring up Miami? You gonna bring up Miami? Exactly. Are you telling exactly. me that Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh at the end of their careers? Is better than Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Doesn't and Kevin Durant. He still did it. The Warriors are probably the best team ever, and LeBron beat them. He beat them without without Durant, and Durant had to go over there and, and, and basically get free free ring. Demarcus Cousins tried to jump on the on the bandwagon too, and they ended up they ended up losing to the Raptors. But well, they got two before that, right? I don't understand. So if if LeBron I has, do. I understand. LeBron has more MVP. So they had the same stats, right? Twenty seven and seven. So 27.7 rebounds, exactly the same. LeBron doubles KD in assists. He has almost eight assists a game in his career. KD has four. So LeBron's a better passer and has higher IQ than Kevin Durant. He scores the same, rebounds the same. He's a better the defender. Does they have the same, same they don't score points the same. per game over they don't, the career. They don't score LeBron the same. has played for longer. It doesn't matter. They have the same numbers, but they don't think, score the same. You think Kevin Durant at 34? Is he stopping pop? Is he going to freaking... Uh, go, Durant is faster than LeBron. Durant is faster. You like, can't say that. I would like to see that. I would he like to see way the actual number because LeBron is a football player, and I know he's faster he than He is think. way faster than LeBron. LeBron chased down Iguodala to win one of those finals, the same finals that Durant. Oh, 40-year-old Iguodala? Still. 40-year-old? Still, LeBron came flying down the court. Oh, my God. You're bringing the balls. I'm just saying. Guy, I'm just saying. Come on, bro. I'm just saying when the ball, when the, oh. when the ball was turned over, it was, it was at like midcourt, and he ran the entire length of the court. And block the shot to win the game. Are, <laughs> are you kidding me? So, so if, he, if they score the same amount per game, they literally the number is the exact same. Do you think Kevin Durant's going to maintain that for three, four more years? I don't think so. Everyone is a little, little less, passes the ball a little more as they get later in their career. And Kevin Durant's probably going to stay around 27, 26 points a game. LeBron's going to finish at that. All right? So he has the same amount of points per game. He has the same amount of rebounds per game. So they're equal there. The one thing that's going to tell a difference is defense and assists. LeBron James, All-NBA first time, first team defense five times. Kevin Durant, zero. Zero. If he's such a great defender, how has he not made the first five guys in the league at least once? At least once. There's, there's no arguments to it, man. And four MVPs, three championships. I understand that he's been to, to the to the finals way more times, but I feel like that you're just adding on to the debate because LeBron just keeps beating everyone. Three and six, guys. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter. Three and six. It's more important. That means you fail. I six would rather. Times. I would rather go to the finals ten times in a row and only win one than BKD and and not win one by myself at all. He had to go and team up with Steph Curry and, and Clay That's Thompson. That's your argument. That's your only argument. I just gave you the argument that he's your the same, argument that he same points per game. He, he did what he in his best interest. He wanted to win a championship. He did what he had to do. Now he's with the Brooklyn Nets, who nobody knows what they're going to do. And once he goes and does what he does as far as taking them to a championship and winning, then people are going to be like, oh, 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 you know. You better hope that Kevin Durant comes out and is the same player because if he doesn't, then this isn't even a discussion right now. I don't think it's a discussion right now at all. I don't think Kevin Durant's done enough yet to even be in the conversation with LeBron. We can look at let's look at Kevin Durant's stats. Right. So if you go head to head overall, pre postseason and regular season in their careers, James is beating him nineteen to fourteen. Okay. 
And the reason for that, 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 that your stat looks a little bit more boost, is because in the playoffs, Kevin Durant has only seen LeBron James, because they haven't been in the same conference together, in the finals with the Warriors. Every other time in the regular season when he was with OKC and it was Kevin okay, Durant's team. But what matters is the playoffs. LeBron came out on top. What it, what matters is the playoffs. What you do in the playoffs. The regular season, we're once ta- you're in the playoffs, that's what matters. Is, is we're talking about individual players. In the playoffs, the whole team matters. Steph Curry, without Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant has zero championships. What? Without Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on that team, wow. he has zero championships right now. Wow. Because he wasn't going to win one of those. That's OKC. and this is was why, guys. Was he, he going to win one with OKC? Because of that comment, that is why he is on the Brooklyn Nets to prove everybody he better, wrong. He better prove, prove everybody wrong. wrong. He better prove us all wrong. I can't wait till he does. I can't wait till he does. What's going to happen is he's going to stay with the Nets. He's going to win a championship after LeBron retires, and all of you guys are going to freak out. If he wins a championship versus LeBron's Lakers, I'll give a little bit more credit. But I highly doubt it. You better give a lot more credit. A lot more credit. A little bit of credit. A lot more credit. Kevin Durant's so good. Tell me why he only has one MVP. Tell me why Giannis Giannis Antetokounmpo, a young player, is about to have more MVPs than Kevin Durant. I'm waiting. He hey, hasn't been the best player in the league more freaking, than once. If I went to freaking nine finals, I better have more than one freaking in a, MVP. In a, in a, that, the MVP is just for a regular season. It doesn't matter because LeBron went to the freaking finals. That's why. Well, they do the voting before the... Come on. You take those finals away. He doesn't, he doesn't even win as many as uh, Durant either. What? They do the voting before the playoffs. It, so but so he's all I look at is the regular exa- season. Exactly. So he's on his way to the playoffs. So four times LeBron has been the best player in the league that season, and Kevin Durant has only been the best player in the league once. Giannis is going to be better than Kevin Durant. Giannis is going to be considered better than Kevin Durant when, when they're both No, no, he develops a shot. Steph Curry is, is going to get a shot. Steph Curry is going to be better than Kevin Durant. When is we're he looking develop at a shot? When everything's done and we're looking at it, Steph Curry is going to be higher in the all-time rankings than Kevin Durant. Explain to me why when ESPN does an all-time rankings, they got Jordan 1, LeBron 2, Kevin Durant not even in the top 10. I don't know where he is, but he's not even in the top 10. So if he doesn't even break the top 10, how can we say he's better than the number 2 overall best player? Because I said it. Because I'm saying he's, <laughs> no. not, he's, not, he's, not, he's better than LeBron. He's better. He's the best player in the play Statistically, LeBron is better. Statistically, LeBron has been well, better because of assists? and will be better. Over assists? Assists, MVPs. No, no, championships. no, 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 You're talking about accolades now. I'm talking about everything. No, 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 no. I'm talking You're about, about all stats. stats. Entire career, he only is better. better. He's only better than LeBron and assists. That's it. Not No, you're talking about accolades. Hey, what about the freaking scoring championships? Four. Four of those. Okay, so, he has one scoring despite, title. Despite, despite, despite having... It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If exactly, him, so what if he beats him, yourself up? What I'm saying is if he beats him by one point in a season, it doesn't matter. But... If you look at it, they average the same amount of points per game. So they score the same amount. They're the same amount in offense. But the scoring is different. What do you think Durant... He doesn't score the same way as Durant does. What do you think Durant would do if if LeBron backed him down? How do you think Durant would do? Durant is going to get bullied. In the post. He's going to poke the ball out of his hand. Durant weighs He's like got a, a serious reach. He weighs he, he weighs like 185 pounds versus a 225 pound. You pull the chair out of him. That's great right. muscle. He'll pull the chair out of him. LeBron that's all. will bully him in a one And he'll freaking game. steal the ball from him. You know he how long his arms are? His arm is as long as my body. So, And if you think about it, Durant is not so far behind LeBron in age. We can look at it reasonably reasonably for the whole career and compare them. So if you think in the next three years, about, you know. About three and a half years difference. In the next, but, in the next three years, 
Do you think Kevin Durant is going to win three MVPs to catch up to LeBron? Yeah. No! You think he's going to win three in a row with Giannis yeah. and Steph and LeBron all yeah. the week? No. Yeah, if Giannis does not no. get a shot, he cannot win MVP. He's winning MVP last year and this year. He's not going to win this year. He's going to win. So LeBron's going to win this year. I don't know, but he's not going to win. is not going to win. So LeBron has five, so now KD has to win four in a row. He has no shot. You have to have a shooter, a jumper, to be considered that. He has no Giannis won it last year. Giannis won it That's last year. We're talking about right now. So if, if we're even, if we're even on points per game, we're even on rebounding. LeBron's a better defender, and you look at you look at LeBron's play. He passes like Magic Johnson, and then drives in and slams, like he's like he's one of the most dominant players that he is ever. How can you, how can you tell me that overall KD's a better basketball player when LeBron? Is better in categories, in more me. categories Listen, than Durant. What do you mean in more categories? He sucks at free throw shooting, and he should have at three that's point shooting. Can, that's the only thing you can say Durant's better at him. Okay. It's only a it's couple free throw statistics. Shooting and three point it's only shooting. a couple statistics. That's it. That's all you can say he's better. It's the same three point shooting. Durant. What? Assists. That's what you keep saying. Assists. Assists. Yeah, he's a, he's that's a, it. That's one category. Equal scorer. There's one. Equal rebounder. There's two. Better passer. There's three. Higher IQ, there's four. He's Higher more durable. IQ. He's more durable. That's fine. Higher, Higher IQ. IQ. That's, that's all about passing. That's all about running his team. Higher Kevin IQ. Durant has never ran the team. It was Steph Curry's team. He's just a guy that comes down, We're talk- and he bails them out. He shoots the ball. He's a great shooter. He's a great player. But is he better than LeBron James? Yes. Who's probably the number two? Or by the time he's done, Yeah, LeBron is number two. Think, yes. Think, think about it. Think about it. So, so LeBron James, on that top ten list I mentioned, he's the only guy on the list that can still add to his resume. Isn't that scary to think about? The number two player all time. Still has five, six, seven more years to win more championships, to win more MVPs, to to do more. Appearing in the finals to do does better. not count. Appearing doesn't just count. You have I'm to saying, win them. I'm saying it. You have to he's win probably going to win more championships before he's, he's done. Probably, he's probably, but he's not going to. He's not going to. He's not going to. You want to bet that? He's. We did last who do you, week. Who do you think will finish with more championships in their career, Kevin Durant or LeBron? Kevin Durant. Heck not. There's no way. You know it's 3-2 right now. It's not even a big difference. 3-2. It, it is a big difference. Why is it a big difference? difference? Because Kevin Durant's sitting on the bench while LeBron's about to go win four. Oh, oh, he's he's and next season, injury. Are you kidding next me? Season, next season, the season after, LeBron's going to have a chance at five and six. I'm saying that LeBron's more durable. There's another category. LeBron will last longer than Kevin Durant in a game. This is the first major injury he suffered. No, he, he tore his knee up in, in 2014 also and only played 20 games. And, and a couple years before that in 2011, he only played 50 games. So I'm just saying he gets injured a lot more than LeBron James. LeBron James doesn't really get injured. He tore his knee up. Yeah, he he, he missed most of the 2014 season. I'm and he missed most of the 2011 season. And he didn't he didn't he didn't do anything with the Thunder. He had to go to Oak, uh, Golden State and and make this super team, which cool, man. I'm all for going and making a good move for yourself to win games, but we can't we can't hold LeBron's time with the Heat against him, but then not hold Kevin Durant's time with the Warriors. What team has Durant ever played that is as good as the, the Warriors he was on? No teams. He's never played a team that good. LeBron has beaten the Warriors the season before he decided to join up with them. So I'm just, I'm just saying, if Durant couldn't get through the Warriors and LeBron beat them, I, I, I don't know what you can – and then he has the same amount of points, same amount of rebounds, more assists – more defensive player of the year awards. 
LeBron, but sucks at free throw shooting. LeBron, sucks at free throw shooting. Seventy four percent free throw and 30, shooting and almost thirty percent in three point shooting. Free throw shooting and three pointers. And yeah. honestly, LeBron's first five years, he was kind of like Giannis. He didn't really have a three so point. They're it's tied, been better. They're tied it's in been categories. They are. They have their own categories. The elite. So it sounds pretty much like a wash right now. You're saying that that free throws and the occasional three point shot is better than. Overall point scored, overall defense. It's all part of the same overall umbrella. Overall running your offense. As it's a, all part of the same umbrella. Because you said Kevin Durant could play point guard, but so you're not you don't got the assist to so say gonna, he's a point guard. So we're gonna we're, so so free throw shooting is insignificant. We're not going to count it. It counts, okay. but it's not as high as defensive player five times, it, first team All-NBA. If you're he was ch- one of the best five defenders in the NBA five okay. times. Okay, you're bringing up the defense, but let's, let's not lose focus on that he's a sh- I'm going to bleep that out. A freaking sh- free throw shooter, and he freaking blows games. On the, when games are on the line. It doesn't matter if he's It a, does matter. Sh- you can rely on him, and you're going to go ahead and do do a, a hack a hack of LeBron. You can rely on him. You know why? He's 17 for 20 in game-winning shots. Just because he missed two free throws in a game that you mentioned from 10 years ago does not mean... It's not just that one game, that though. Does, it, does not, it does not mean that LeBron is not is like all of a sudden way worse than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is let, shooting worse on game-winning shots than LeBron. So, in my opinion, LeBron's more clutch than, than Durant. If, if you just look at the stat, he, he's, he's got more game-winning shots. He's got a higher percentage on game-winning shots. Game on the line... Only 12 seconds left. You're up by one. Who do I want, do I want running the offense? And who do I want there at the line? My 90% free throw shooting. At the line. Yeah. In that one situation that's going to happen once in a series, but the other six games are, are five, ten point difference. More than LeBron's once. LeBron's going to win. More than once. No. You're not going to have. You're not going to have. Once. You're not gonna He's have, 74. 74%. Okay. What I'm telling you is. Is that doesn't matter if he hits the game winning shot. It does matter. It's times. a freaking statistic, man. How many games has he lost for free he throws? He sucks at free throws. How many games has he lost? When he comes to the line, that's the only I'm, thing anyone start, can ever Your bring butt up. cheeks clinch when he's at the line. Oh! When it comes to that, and then when it comes to shooting, and someone's in my face, or excuse me, in his face, in uh, Kevin Durant's face, he's making that three contested or non-contested. He's a way better shooter. He, again, he was a four-time scoring champion for a reason. For a reason. All right. right? In right. playoff numbers, he is better than LeBron. All right, Postseason number, he's better. Check, fact check if, that, because I already did it. You can say he's better, but he hasn't. LeBron's been to the finals nine times. Kevin Durant couldn't get through any team to get to the finals. Three, so individually, individually, Durant can be as good as he wants, but he's not and, helping his team get to the finals. And he had a nice little and walk right to the finals. That's another thing. Who makes their team better, LeBron or Kevin Durant? Who makes their teammates play at a higher level? What happened when LeBron left Cleveland the first time? Straight to the ground. What happened when LeBron left Cleveland the second time? Straight to the ground. What happened when LeBron left Miami? Straight to the ground. What happened before LeBron was on the Lakers? The Lakers were horrible, and now they're a championship contender. What happened when Kevin Durant left the Thunder? They're in the playoffs every year still. They're not the same. He's Thunder not as team, big. Though. He's not as big as impact. He, he's doing. They're doing the same thing that he did with them, getting into the playoffs and losing in the first or second round every year. They're doing the same thing that they're doing with him. He's not that big of an impact on the team. The, the Warriors literally. You're talking about. You, you're talk, someone. You're talking about when he first left. They didn't even make the playoffs. 
Well, now with Chris play. Paul there, now they're in the playoffs. No, they're making the playoffs with Russell Westbrook. Okay. They're so making they're the playoffs there, with Russell Westbrook every and year. And now that Chris Paul's there, they're in the playoffs again. No, we can look at it. They were making the playoffs every year with Russell Westbrook in the middle of seeding, just like they were with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. It, it, didn't, it didn't change. It, it, when they lost Kevin Durant, they didn't change. Russell Westbrook actually got better. The, right after they lost Durant is when he had a triple-double season. So if you look at that, LeBron make, let's, just, let's just go over the stats, right? Scoring, same points per game. So it's a wash, right? So that doesn't count for anything. Rebounds, same, same rebounds per game. So it's a wash. It doesn't count anything. Assists, LeBron. Okay? Yeah. Defense, LeBron. That's two for Bring LeBron. up a stat for that one because I need to see that. Makes, Bring a stat up. There's he has five first-team all-defense. No, a stat. A stat. A that number. That is a stat. No, a number. A percentage. Something. That is a stat. A defensive rating or something. Bring it up. The stat is no. he Bring is it up. the top five defender. Bring it up. Five times. One on one defenders. Has never been one on one, one defenders. defenders. That's an accolade. He won it, uh, an award. That's all that anyways, is. Anyways. An award. That it's, it's it's being selected as one of the best defenders. It's in the an league. award. That's it. It's an accolade. Because they're recognizing you're the best defender in the league. One on one games. Bring up stats. One on one games. What he did defensively against a guy. What did he do in every in single game? In order to win all defense, you have to be one of the best. So there's got to be a stat. You have to it. have the stats. There's got to be. I don't have them on me right now. Okay, then. But then that one doesn't mean nothing. How? That doesn't mean. How can you not take defense? You're not back. You're not backing up what you're saying because he won an award. That's not what that means. So because he was an award, so you're saying that MVP doesn't matter? MVP doesn't matter. What? MVP doesn't matter. I'm not. I'm just saying that this is MVP doesn't matter. It's an award. Defensive player of the year doesn't it's matter. None of that all matters. those awards off. Scoring champion, all you, that. You're it's trying to take points off to try and bring them down. No, I'm right? not bringing them down. So that's two for LeBron. All right? Makes teammates better. LeBron, his teams have been way more effective. Makes teams better. Is that, are we doing numbers or are we doing, like, you know, uh, you know what? Overall, the better basketball player makes his, his teammates play better and, and, and makes a team better. But that's his opinion. The Warriors were a champion that's team not a before stat. Durant. That's an opinion. They're a championship team. With Durant, they're a championship team after Durant. Durant did not change anything there. They're on the West, man. So? LeBron was on the so? East. And they, lost. E- and they lost to LeBron. Anybody can, and they we, lost to LeBron. You and I can go to the freaking East and get a championship. Let's go get a championship right now. Let's go get a championship right now. I doubt it. So Come on, his, man. He makes his teammates better, right? LeBron has had, has had less quality of teammates than Kevin Durant. I don't think anyone can argue that. Kevin Durant had Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, all LeBron's had is wow. D Wade, wow. Chris Bosh, Anthony Davis. Chris Bosh didn't play; he was wow. injured the entire time. D Wade was injured most of the time. He That's played in the playoffs, and, and he always has always has Forget Anthony about Davis. Ray Allen, you know. Forget about Ray Kevin Allen's Love's, at the end of his career. Kevin you know? Love is a role player. Like that's just tell crazy, me, Kevin man. Love isn't a role player? Yeah, man. He's not all freaking LeBron, bro. Get out of here with that. He man. has more MVPs. So me? he's been the best player in the league more times than Durant. He's been in the All Star game sixteen times, which is basically every time, right? All time in playoff points, so he, he's he's done more in the playoffs than, than KD has. He's been to the finals nine times, okay. and I'm just saying, well, the only category that Durant has him on is three point shooting, which has been better of recently. You're, you you got to remember that Dur- uh, LeBron has improved substantially, so this the stats from the beginning of his career are affecting his stats now. He's doing a lot better from three. It's not so drastically different that you're pointing out. Oh my god. And free throws. Three Three from three and from free throw, Kevin Durant is better than LeBron. In every other phase of basketball, LeBron is better than Kevin Durant. That's no. that that's my every that's other my phase because you said they're they're tied and points and uh rebounds. Assists, 
he owns that. That's about it for the main set of so uh, uh, stats. Even, or you can even say LeBron's better from points because he's done it for longer. So we can still even give it to LeBron. But I'm just, I'm just giving it to you because it's not like KD just got into the league five years ago. It's been 12 years. So I'm giving it to you that, that he's maintained 27 points per game, and we're going to give him 27 points per game. But as of right now, everything else, other than the, the thing that they're tied in, free throws and three points, LeBron is better. Trying so, guarding one through five. So Kevin Durant, you don't think LeBron can cover one through five? Hell no. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna send you a highlight. Right Freaking, now. you got a seven foot who, Durant who versus a six guard? nine who, LeBron. Who in the league can't LeBron guard? What? No one. Boban. Boban, you only yeah, guard Boban. Go ahead. Boban that's, will eat him that, for lunch. Yeah, sure. Eat him for lunch. Sure. Boban will not eat. No, no. Like, what are you doing? You will not eat LeBron for lunch. Give him like a little love tap. Durant's got two inches on him. You're acting like it's like a five, six, seven. You're acting like it's Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. It's he's not. six ten. And guess what? And with his shoes guess on, what? Seven foot, guess what? Bro. I saw Russell Westbrook beat Kevin Durant in a jump ball one time. You put LeBron, you put a Durant next to a seven footer. He looks like he's seven foot, bro. Come so, on, man. Are you kidding me? Have you not seen it? He look. look he is about seven feet. And LeBron James is two, three inches shy of seven feet. It's a big difference. But he's got thirty pounds on him and is just as fast. And he had freaking and Durant has a freaking reach. LeBron doesn't have a reach like he does. It's I guarantee you that Kevin Durant has a bigger reach than LeBron, but it's not nothing super crazy that LeBron can't guard. What I'm saying is is that LeBron has him in every category but free throws and three pointers. So if until Kevin Durant beats LeBron in every other category, I'm not going to say that Kevin Durant is better than LeBron James at best. Beats him in every category. And what was these categories again? Do you want me to go over them all again? Because again, points and rebounds are the same. So all the categories. You can rewind it. I already (laughs) defense assists. Freaking, he makes his teammates better. See, there you go again. Done more in the playoffs. (laughs) He's done more. He has more MVPs. Not even stats, man. Get out of here, man. It's not even stats. You're you're saying that MVPs aren't stats. He's the best player on the planet. No, he's not. That's it. No, he's not. And because he's hurt right now, it looks like he's not. But guess what? He's coming back next year. uh, You know hopefully, with this whole COVID thing. And I'm telling you, he's taking that Brooklyn Nets team to the championship. Highly doubt it. Kyrie is not the same Kyrie we've seen before a couple knee injuries. What? Kyrie, before he got hurt, he was Kyrie, averaging 30 Kyrie points a game. Kyrie went to a Celtics team that was the favorite and couldn't do it. He was averaging 30 points before the injury. This isn't even a, this isn't even a, a Kyrie discussion. Yeah, because Kevin Durant isn't on the court. Yeah, once he has to start playing with another player, you're going to see Kyrie He's going to have more. Selfish. No, he's going to be selfish. <laughs> he's going to be selfish just like he was with the Celtics. Oh, man. Yeah, this is crazy. I'm going to sign with Boston again. Nope. Man. When you look back at it, we went at it on this show a few times. Whew. Anyways, once the recording stopped, you know, behind the scenes, all that yelling argument stopped, and we went and played the game of 2K. Just so you all know that we weren't fighting tooth and nail. For real, for real. But... Anyways, that's it, guys. That's that's the season finale. Well, season finale. That's the finale of the Come On Man Sports podcast for now. I just want to put that out for now. Uh, leaving the door open to possibly have a return one day. Let's hope that it happens. Um, but for now, I'm going to be rebranding as a new show, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the show yet, but if you know me at all, you know it's going to be epic. You know I'm going to put everything into it, so just be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'll probably release that the day after this drops. So just go over to our social media. Uh, we're still at Come On Man Sports right now. Across the board, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of them. Um, so yeah, go check us out. Anyways, one last time, I want to thank Renee again uh, for everything. And thank all of you for listening, even the small amount of viewership, getting to get our sports opinions out there 
and the sports heat out to the millions and millions of viewers out there. <laughs> millions and millions. Not really. Anyways, we're going to close the show by, as we always do. Um, not for the last time, but for the last time in a long time. By saying, come on, man. I love this beat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>